Hey, y'all. This is Must or Mash, the podcast where we ask, which is best, wine or beer? I'm Colleen allerton Oye. I'm a New Orleans chef and sommelier, and I'm one half of Luncheon Pop-Ups and Catering. And I'm Danny Oye. I'm a trained chef from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and I'm the head brewer at Port Orleans Brewing Company. I also bottle my own hot sauce. Oh, yay, that's hot. And I'm here to kick Colleen's butt. Ugh. My husband and I love talking about and fighting about food and wine and beer. So we did what any millennials would do and started a podcast about it. Each episode, we break down a situation given to us by one of y'all and battle it out. Wine versus beer. A.K.A. must or mash. Nobody goes home until there's a winner. Seriously, our marriage depends on it. Let's do it. Welcome to Mustard Mash. We're so glad to be here with you. We are at the Southern Food and Beverage Museum right here in New Orleans. Dying to jump in to this inaugural episode of Must or Mash. And just so happen to be doing it with Crawfish Boil. Crawfish Boils. We get this question all the time. At least I did at the wine store. People would come in ready to go to a Crawfish Boil and say, what wine do you pair with crawfish? And I'd say, let's go. Or you just say beer because it's better. Well, I feel shut up. <laughs> Sit down. I mean, should I start since uh, go you know, for it? I mean, yeah. we all think that beer is the best with a crawfish boil. I feel like wine is the exception for a crawfish boil. Wine is definitely the exception. But we're here to change. I'm here to change hearts and minds today. Correct. So, so when you think about a crawfish boil, you think about spicy, mm-hmm. salty, mm-hmm. citrus. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. There's a plethora of beers and beer styles that I believe go well with a crawfish boil. I mean, you can go light, you can go sour, you can even go IPA. Mm-hmm. So today, I chose Among the Bugs Ooh. from Zoni Mash. I wanted to stay local on this one. Go oh girl, okay. I feel like since we're in New Orleans, we're in crawfish land, uh, a local brewery should have something that would go well with crawfish. So this is a wheat lager with orange peel and Mandarina Bavaria. Mandarina Bavaria is a German-style hop. It is distinctive tangerine and citrus notes with a moderate bitterness, so it's going to lend a little bit of bitterness to kind of balance your your crawfish boil. And then, obviously, you have the orange peel, which people put orange, lemon, all kinds of citrus in their crawfish boil. So I went more with a not-complimentary, but... You wanted to mirror those flavors. Yeah, mirror the flavors and just kind of like blend in because you don't want to disrupt the flavor of the crawfish boil with anything too hoppy or too bitter or too malty. Yeah, true pairing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's a wheat lager, which I haven't had very many wheat lagers, but lager just means cold conditioned for a longer time. And then wheat. If, it, if anything has a wheat in it, it's usually 30% wheat of the malt bill. Wait, um, back up. Hold on. Percent I'm five, and okay. I know nothing about anything that you just said because I totally listen to you when you talk about brewing all the time <laughs> at home, and I definitely pay attention. And I completely understand everything that you just said. But let's just pretend for the sake of those who might not have listened to you mm-hmm. talk about this before many times that, you know, like for their benefit. Okay. Could you explain some of that? Like cold conditioning, malt bill, wheat. Okay. Beer has three ingredients, malt, water, and yeast. See, now I knew that. 
I knew that. Yeah, those are the three main ingredients, and then everything else is considered um, an additive, adjunct. So typically, people brew with barley. Then when you start adding wheat, wheat has a higher protein. It'll give the beer body. So, yeah. I just want to say for the fans, the listener audience of Mustard Mash, that we are not going about this all willy-nilly, just trying to conjure the flavors of a crawfish boil in our minds what we are doing is actually drinking crawfish boil water like lunatics would <laughs> because <laughs> you don't want to bring actual crawfish to peel and eat into a podcast studio because that's barbaric. So we're bridging the gap and drinking <laughs> extremely spicy crawfish water on ice on ice <laughs> it is ice cold like perverts um so i mean a little are, vodka in here and you got a right, nice little bloody actually, mary yeah you'd have the just heartburn <laughs> from the devil himself i can already feel it we're taking a sip of this and then we're going to try Correct. danny's beer so here we go sip a boil all right okay dan Right, so you get point? the you get the spiciness oh, obviously yeah. from the crawfish boil water that we're sipping on, and then the beer has that citrus mm-hmm. flavor totally. that comes through, and then it finishes dry. It cuts through all the spice. It'll allow you to continue to scarf crawfish like an animal. Mm-hmm. Go one more time. Do one more one more spicy sip. More hot sip. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's then. smooth. It's clean. You can just it, it it and it kind of balances out that heat. Yeah, you know that's I think that's important whenever you're eating specifically spicy crawfish. Right, you need something to kind of calm your palate down. Yeah, I like that. And I have to say, I'm not usually a huge fan of a wheat beer. We've discussed this. We have discussed in our marriage. this. Correct. And I think, that the, I think that the I think that the confusion married. with people say wheat beer is they relate it to. Certain styles of wheat beer that use a specific kind of yeast. Mm. Is that what I not like? Correct. Okay. So whenever... I'm an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) You said it. So whenever the beer is fermenting, you have different kinds of yeast. So Mm -hmm. a lot of the flavor comes from the yeast profile and it gives off esters or flavors as it's fermenting. So you get a lot of wheat beers that have banana and clove and and black pepper. And a lot of people don't like those flavors. They're too strong and they can vary. I mean, you can ferment something to reduce those flavors or increase those flavors, depending on what you're looking for in your final product. This is likely brewed with a cleaner lager yeast. It just, the wheat part just means Mm. that it it contains more wheat in in the malt profile of the beer. You know, I like it. It's nice. My palate does feel calmed down. And it's funny that you should say banana because I don't get that. But when we get to my wine. <laughs> you got some I banana in that wine? I get a little banana. Uh-oh. But in a way that I don't like. Like runs? Well, you know, we'll get yeah, there. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get there. there. Hey, save it for the pot, okay? Sorry. Keep it in your pants. So if you would like to turn the floor over to me, if you're done talking about your beer, which I thought was perfectly fine and good not perfectly fine okay let me walk that back i think it was a great crawfish boil beer thank you i think it was well chosen i think you looked handsome drinking it <laughs> but i am if only ready. they could see me oh, oh don't worry i'm gonna post a picture and they'll follow you 
I'm going to get into my wine, which I do think is superior. Okay. Well, we'll find to out. To your beer. All right. Well, we have here what I consider to be champion crawfish wine. So we've conjured the image of a steaming table of crawfish. And if you're in New Orleans, you know what that looks like. If you're not, or if you're in other parts of Louisiana or the South, you might be shaking them around in an ice chest with all kind of spice on the outside. You're insane. I love that for you. That's great. I prefer the the New Orleans soak method because I think it retains more of that juiciness and that flavor. But I digress. My wine has all of the trappings of that same citrus profile and the lightness and refreshingness that you want after you're just like chain swallowing hot spicy crawfish tails this to me reads like the antidote to that we're gonna take a sip and then i'll tell you who she is and where she's from oh the crawfish water got spicier somehow oh my god it's hot oh it's so horrible okay this, my friend. See, that has the flavor of a wheat beer. And if you can't see me, I'm doing quotes. <laughs> um, so this is Voria. It is a pet nat from Sicily. The folks over at Porta del Vento in Camporiale, Sicily, make this beautiful pet nat out of the native grape Catarato. It's going to give you this tight fizziness to it. So a pet nat, for those who don't drink a lot of natural wines or ancestral method wines, this is basically fermented in the bottle. So it's fizzy, but not like champagne in the way that it goes under a second fermentation. It's one and done in your bottle, and it's not disgorged, meaning like they don't take out the yeast that has died after fermentation. So it's a little hazy in the bottle. So it looks kind of like a wheat beer. Which, you know, I really, I have hope for our marriage because we both kind of same brain this, this exercise with uh, this style of beverage. But this is, you know, light, refreshing, little effervescent. I think the bubbles go a long way to help your palate. So if you take another sip, you can kind of get into the fruit profile, tropical. Mm-hmm. You know, we're getting a lot of pineapple. You get ever so slight tropical banana kind of flavor. More of the aroma of banana. A little banana. runty. Oh, yeah, a little banana candy runt, mm-hmm. which, you know, I don't mind at all. I love banana And then, nuts. I do too. And Danny <laughs> and I, we should mention this at this time. We should pause and say, we have a strict no banana policy in our home. Banana the fruit is disgusting. Correct. Banana flavored things are good. Just Bananas in to, things banana are good. Banana in things, banana treats, banana pudding, banana bread. On their own? Gross. Horrible. Yeah. Disgusting. So we, we, we will move on now that we've covered that. But this... Beautiful, citrusy, pineapple, refreshing, smooth wine. Crisp, cold, effervescent. My mouth feels so much better already. The spiciness is under control. It complements. I think it's, like you said, a true pairing. And, you know, a lot can be said for this specific one because it grows in a really rough part of Sicily. It's trained up on these, these old bush vines in, like, the rockiest terrain of Sicily. It gets battered by wind constantly. It takes a ton of beating from the sun. So they train it so that it faces the north so it doesn't get over ripened. They really do a good job of retaining the acidity on the grapes. So I think that helps that, you know, racy acidity really helps your palate out. It's not flabby because, you know, that's, let's face it, nobody loves 
a Miller High Life or Miller Light more than we do, especially like at the crawfish table. Love it is life. so refreshing. But I will say that the acid's not really there. It's pretty flabby. Correct. You know it's it's I mean? more of just like a liquid there to guzzle. To guzzle, which totally, which has its time and place. Something to be said for that for sure. Totally. But in, for the exercise of mustard mash, we have to consider this alternative universe where everything is ideal for the crawfish boil. And it's got to be a wine or a beer. Correct. I will say I don't feel like this wine combats the spice as much as this beer. After drinking this wine, my mouth mouth feels spicy still. Not in a bad way, Mm -hmm. but if I'm sitting there and I am just housing and crushing crawfish Mm -hmm. like I do to where I'm uncomfortable. And sweating in front of everyone's kids? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Seen that. I I just had another, another... Sip of crawfish water. I'm going back into both. Correct. I went back into the beer, and I feel like the the slight sweetness Mm -hmm. from the beer balances out your mouth a little bit more, whereas I feel like the wine sort of almost increases the spice on my palate, which Mm -hmm. I... What's the ABV on your beer? uh, 5%. So it's light. You can have several of them. And not be sloppy at the table, which no one needs to be sloppy at the crawfish table, you know? Yeah. Certainly never been there. <laughs> not me. Okay, so my ABV is 12. Yeah, so I feel wine. like the, the higher alcohol... That's true. ...might increase that, that spice on your palate. And I mean, just for sake of argument, a beer in general versus wine, you can't sit there... And chug a whole bottle of wine. Speak for yourself, <laughs> coward. And still, and still be standing for several batches. Mm. Whereas a beer, now I know we're talking about this one specifically, mm-hmm. but in general, mm. you can have 20 beers. <laughs> you can have a bottle a of total, wine, but you can have 20 beers. A total you just make me sick. normal You're an animal. And... and you can continue to eat, but with this wine, I feel like I would slam this wine so quickly. I need, I need beer huh. to to be there. Like I can have a wine, but I'm telling you, I'm gonna have a side beer. Heard. Okay. Well, in the interest of staying married and wrapping this up, I think that I am going to concede. Wow. I am. Because, okay, and this is where you got me. Academically, the... I'm an academic... Yeah. No, keep that. (laughs) Fool. (laughs) I'll just keep my mouth shut and win this one. (laughs) Yeah, shut up. Giving you this. So, truly, though, okay, the... On your palate, the effect of alcohol on your palate with spice. I learned in wine school, which I went to. It increases the sensation of spiciness, like the chili flavor, heat. So it reasons to believe that wine having, you know, a 12% ABV might increase the sensation of being a little spicier. So it might not be the perfect companion. Although I will say that this wine is a great crawfish this, wine. I, I will admit that this is a great crawfish sure. wine 
But if we are saying must or mash. We say mash. We say mash. Yeah, we're saying mash. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you this one. <laughs> I'm going to take the wins where I can get them because... Oh, yeah. Uh, Next episode, I'm going to throttle you. <laughs> I am just no holds bar. Went crazy on that ass. But you got me on this one. You did, you know? Well, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, shake hands. Tables are kind of far apart. Yeah, I know. That's hard. <laughs> yeah, I congratulate you. Thank you. On your clean victory. Thank you very much. I doubt they will always be this clean. Oh, Knowing sure. Us. No, I, I totally agree. This was this was tame. This was a good, I have a you lawyer know. on speed dial. So, just on retainer, just so you know. It's our cat, Sherman. <laughs> He's useless. He's a horrible lawyer. No, I actually have a real lawyer. Okay, well, thank you all for joining us. This episode's winner is Among the Bugs by Zony Mash Beer Project. They're located in New Orleans, Louisiana. And my second place, technically, but perfect pairing for crawfish, Pet Nat, is a Voria Bianco made by Porta del Vento in Sicily. And you can find this wine in many places around town, Spirit on Magazine, or also at the Independent on South White. And thank you so much to the Southern Food and Beverage Museum and to the Nitty Grits Podcast Network. We hope you all come back and catch episode two. It's going to be a real crowd pleaser. You're going to get that ticket in your hand. Huh? You're going to see the Mardi Gras? Tune in to find out. Bye, y'all. See you next time.